0: Again, everybody, and welcome to the two-man game here on Claves Online. That's Matt Rocchio. I'm Bob Ramsey. Glad you're with us today. And this is the time of year, Rock, where you think, well, automatically, NBA playoffs begin. That's all we have to talk about, but not quite.
1: No, not quite. Uh, you know, we've, we've had we've had slew stuff to talk about almost every episode, even really since the season ended, with a lot of the roster churn there, and and no real no real slew news. Uh, right now, I know Yuri Collins it looks like he's got a little bit of an announcement coming for himself, uh, maybe a little bit of a, uh, of a line of clothing, maybe some NIL things going that he put up on Twitter this morning. But today I just want to touch on really quickly the fact that Mizzou's gotten a complete facelift since really the last time we talked about them at the end of the season. Um, Dennis Gates has brought in some new coaches. Uh, obviously, he got a lot of pub for bringing in Dickie Nutt, uh, mainly because that's the coolest name I've ever heard in my entire life for a coach, and, and all power to use my 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 good man. Um, but you know, he, he was able to bring another coach from uh, Florida State, uh, who, who who had been there for a while with him, and now we, we we've seen the transfer commitments of guys like Sean East. Um, they, they they've been able to get the recommitment of guys like Aiden Shaw, and so just a complete turnover really in the roster that you didn't really expect. Noah Carter, a guy that we talked about a lot, of, um, you know, a couple weeks ago when he was at Northern Iowa playing against uh, St. Louis in the NIT. So they bring Good in a time. guy like N- Noah Carter who yeah kind of changes their. A front court and gives them a, mm-hmm. a much more veteran element than we have seen. So you know, getting some of these guys like like again East, the number two JUCO uh, transfer prospect on a lot of people's lists. So getting these kind of players and rounding out a roster that really didn't have any direction as you were going towards the end of the season. It's just been a very impressive start for Dennis Gates.
0: Yeah, you know, Conzo um, Martin and I. I think um, and I don't want to you know relive uh, the Martin era. Because the Gates era is on its own off to a running start, but um, I think it's clear if, if we look back that Coach Martin didn't wasn't able to maximize uh, the transfer portal, and he uh, for those lost and those brought in it was a big deficit, and they never really got it going. Coach Gates, at least on paper. Looks like the players he's bringing in and/or keeping um, will give him a little bit of a head start, again relative to the previous regime.
1: Yeah, it's been a complete turnaround. And actually, you you might have seen a little bit of Shawnee's because he played at both at UMass and Bradley mm-hmm. before he uh, went to went, went the JUCO route at John A. Logan College and, and really blew up. Um, so so that's been impressive. They already got. Um, Trey Gamillion, who came in from Colorado State, kind of a really good player there. Yeah. Um, so they've really changed both the front court and the back court. Uh, Muhammad Diarra right now is really the only big guy. There was actually just kind of funny. Uh, Brandon Kylie uh, put out a tweet of the roster, and Muhammad Diarra, he had him listed as a center. Diarra retweeted him saying, oh, "Since when am I a center?" And it's like, "Well, you're six ten and two fifteen, and no one else on the roster is." So I'm I'm, I'm sorry, my big man, uh, you're a center. <laughs>
0: Okay, you're, you're a wing – okay, our mistake, you're a wing player. Now go guard that guy under the basket.
1: Yeah, 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 you're, you're, you're the wing player. Hey, you're the tallest. Please go, go sit I under know. the hoop right now. Also, I'm kind of okay with them only having one center because if that happens, I'm all for Noah Carter getting small five minutes. That's what he did at Northern Iowa. I absolutely love having that wrinkle in there. You don't see yeah. that a lot in SEC ball. Mm-hmm. I'd actually be okay with it. But just to have some positivity, some movement, again, getting a guy like Aiden Shaw to recommit. I think shows a lot from Dennis Gates early. He's rounding out his coaching staff. The fact that he's been able to do a lot of this without a full coaching staff kind of speaks for itself as well. And again, we talked about him when we when he first got hired. I don't see somebody who's mired in the Len- Leonard Hamilton kind of offensive. Uh, game. I see somebody who's definitely going to branch out from that and that's why I've been kind of positive about Gates from the start. And so far he's backed it up with, with exactly how you have to attack the game right now. and this is one of the weird things with the transfer portal where if you're a good enough coach and you and, and you have that drive, you almost can be in a better position than you ever could have been. Back in the day, because you know now you can, and, and I know I know East is hit a East. reset button. Yeah, I know East is, is a JUCO guy, so he doesn't necessarily count. But nonetheless, all these other having this ability to have these guys move around and even be able to show other guys like an Aiden Shaw, no, you want to be here, yeah, and and, and give him that kind of confidence. Again, I just think it's it's the best start you could have hoped for, uh, considering where Mizzou was at the end of the season.
0: Young man from St. Charles County, as I as we real quick slew point. Turnbull, um, Connor Turnbull, decommitted from uh, from Butler with that coaching change. As Thad Matta goes there, um, I uh, tweeted out I think it was yesterday when he's revisiting schools,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, um, it's it's this thing's lingered on a little bit. So I quoted the great Paul Giamatti from uh, from Cinderella Man. Who said when a decision takes this long, somebody's going to get screwed?
1: Yeah, it kind of feels like it. There's, there's some, there's some nervous energy uh, yeah. around that story now, and it, it's kind yeah. of, you know, and, and that's the thing. But you know, like I was just saying with Dennis Gates, you know, Thad Mata had a chance to come in and kind of resell these guys, and so there's always a chance. And, and I think, uh, I think Travis has got a pretty good selling point, but you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people who'd say the same about. And, you know the other schools that are in on it.
0: Yeah, exactly right.
1: Like, like, like I said, it's one of it's one of my favorite lines from one of my favorite movies. Sometimes, sometimes you get the bear, sometimes the bear gets you.
0: That's exactly right.
1: That's the game. Uh, so let's move on to a little bit of the pro ball. That's, that, that is that yeah. is kind of the, the flavor of the moment. We already have a game uh, in, in the can today on Saturday. Uh, the Jazz were able to take down the Mavericks. They didn't really leave the game until late in the second quarter, and then from there they were able to kind of put their foot on the gas and and, and take over because um, Donovan Mitchell just, just went off offensively, and despite only – Shooting the ball one time and getting five points, Rudy Gobert was extremely impressive defensively. I, I I've been very critical of Rudy Gobert in the in the Utah Jazz, but he he showed up today. And and again, it's a game he should have showed up and dominated because Luka Doncic isn't playing right now because of that calf strain.
0: I was just gonna say, um, they almost spotted a game. Yeah, uh, spotted the Jazz a game. With Doncic there, you'd mentioned how it wasn't late until the Jazz, Jazz took the lead and took over. With Doncic there, that probably doesn't happen. So, you know, if he can get back into game two, maybe they can get the series going again. But if it lingers for a couple of games, uh, uh, that's uh, as unfortunate a timing as health as you can get.
1: Yeah, the big problem for the Mavericks, other than getting Doncic back, is that Mitchell went off for 32, Bogdanovich went off for 26, and he was just beating him up, you know, from uh, deep and from, you know, just he was just backing him down in the post and playing bully balls, kind of like that 6'8", kind of big guy that he is. But Doncic doesn't help them defensively, so how do you stop Donovan Mitchell and Bogdanovich, you know, in the future? Yeah, I think Doncic will score a little bit more, and he'll put a little bit more pressure on Rudy Gobert, and and, and I think he'll show some of the the issues with with Gobert's defense at times, or or just in the playoffs that is. But I, it's just not going to be enough. I think I think the Jazz are going to win this one. I think this is mm. you know spotting them a game isn't is certainly isn't going to help the Mavericks, but they just. Doncic doesn't help them defensively, and they just don't have anybody who can stop Mitchell, Bogdanovich, and Mike Conley. You know, he had a down game, uh, 13 points on 12 shots. You know, that's that's not good. He's a super efficient player most of the time. He'll have a game where you know he he slashes and dashes for 18 and 12, and you know they're not going to be able to account for that either. So I mean, it's going to be a fun series. It was a fun game even without Doncic, but if Doncic can get back healthy, it'll be more fun. But I don't necessarily think it's going to be more competitive necessarily for the Mavericks.
0: Well, not so much fun in Memphis right now. If you're a Grizzlies fan, they're down three at the half to the Timberwolves. Um, I don't make too much out of the halftime score. Um, the the, the uh, Minnesota had a really impressive run early, and then a secondary run a little later. Um, but they're they're not that first six eight ten minutes of the of the game. Uh, they couldn't miss a shot. I just don't think that's going to happen consistently. And I I think the Grizzlies will come back and win this.
1: Yeah, I mean, right now it's just the the, the players you expect to step up for each team. One of them is doing it more so than the other one. I mean, Anthony, Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns are playing incredibly well right now. Carl Anthony yeah. Towns is giving the effort on defense. He's blitzing screens hard. And with his athleticism and his size, John Morant and company are having a little bit more difficulty than they had during the regular season at any point because – You know, they didn't play a lot of seven-footers, and usually when they did, they weren't playing with the intensity you now see the Timberwolves are playing with. This is a team that, you know, I I think people – I thought it was dumb the way that people criticized them for reacting to their win in the play-in tournament. Uh, I thought the play-in tournament was great, by the way. I thought the intensity we got from teams uh, was exactly what you want to see. It was it was three nights of very very yeah. fun, watchable basketball. What else do you want? Yeah. But people wanted to criticize them for reacting like they'd won a real playoff series. But this team this team is wants it right now. And Carl Anthony Towns showed that in the first half with the way he's playing defense. And you know they got some big shots from Malik Beasley. He's one of the guys who's hitting a lot. Um, and then the other side. John Morant's playing great, and Dylan Brooks is playing great, but both Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr. are struggling. And so when we talk about what's been propelling them through, yeah, Ja's been incredible, but he's always had two other guys. And and when Ja wasn't there, they got Dylan Brooks back, and then it was all three of them. And so it is more of a collective effort. And right now the stars on the Timberwolves are carrying them through. That can get you through more playoff games, but I do think – Memphis is going to be more talented. I think I saw a lot of people saying this was only going to be a five or five game series. In fact, the Ringer, CBS Sports, and one other one I saw pretty much had all of them being five game series. I don't agree with that at all. I think mm. at least this is a six game series for for the Grizzlies. Um, maybe the Mavericks and Jazz because you know they already spotted them one game. But I mean this this one's going six. I think because the Timberwolves right now are playing great basketball. They're hitting shots. They're playing great defense. They've always had the athletes. And and, I mean, D'Angelo Russell, I mean, if you remember him from from Ohio State, you remember him from the Lakers. He was a scorer, and he was not a very efficient one. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't a very good defender. This year, he's become one of the best point guard defenders in the league. And his combination with Anthony Towns, if you watch this game, he's one of the reasons, along with a very annoying Pat Beverly, yep. he's one of the reasons they've been able to kind of blitz at and, and cause John Morant and um, Desmond Bain not to, you know, to be a little bit more uncomfortable. Uh, he, he's having a terrible game offensively, and in, in fact, they'd be up, you know, probably six or seven if he was having a better game. But... That's one thing that I think if you didn't watch a lot of the Timberwolves, and I don't blame you for not watching a lot of the Timberwolves, and you're watching this game right now, you're coming away with saying Colonel Anthony Towns is an incredible defender when he tries. Anthony Edwards is the next big thing. And oh my God, is that a different D'Angelo Russell than the one that played for the Lakers? Because this is a very different team than I think people expected, and they're showing that right now.
0: Let's move on. In Philadelphia, the Sixers will hope the rap will host the Raptors. Is this the uh is this uh, are we are we laying down uh, palm fronts in the street for the Sixers to ride all the way into the championship? Are they saying we're here to play? We're ready to go. Look out! Get out of the way. It's Sixers time.
1: I mean, I, I'm with I'm with Charles Barkley. This is this is this is James Harden's. Like this is his time to win or lose it and. and the the fans and the fans in Philly aren't going to let him off if he if he blows this one so yeah. Harden's got to step up his his entire career has been defined by gaudy regular season numbers and bad losses in the playoffs mm-hmm. can he confound that now with a team around him with Tyrese Maxi maybe the most improved player in the, yeah. in the maybe the most improved player this year with Joel Embiid maybe the MVP this year and with a a team around them that has been built to win can he finally put it together and and help them win there's no question that Joel Embiid's going to have a big game but against the raptors a team that we've all that I keep talking about as a fun team because they got a bunch of crazy athletes who defend their ass off and and they have a great team you know kind of chemistry where everyone is giving their effort that's the worst thing for james harden <laughs> And so, I mean, that's it. It just is. I mean, having yeah. guys consistently being able to come out. I mean, Scotty Barnes and OG Onanobi could can just just that wing com- combination. If they will most likely try to isolate that and then try to trap him or get him those kind of looks, because no matter what he does, then one of those guys can slough off, you know, play play the easy guy and the other one can cut off the drive. It's just they have so many weapons, and then Pascal Siakam is just kind of a a wild card that Embiid might just completely snuff out. But again, they just, there's so many other guys on Toronto that can be a problem. So that's going to be my big question. James Harden's got to step up.
0: Are we concerned about the Warriors against the Nuggets? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I,
1: I, the, the Nuggets have been preparing. There was a crazy stat where, where Jokic didn't know that, that Curry might not be playing because the 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 nuggets just didn't even they they're like we're not even going to put it in our mind that we can get away with a right. game without curry. We're just going to completely plan like curry's going to be playing. So I mean Denver's Denver's locked in and I think they can win some games. The, the Thompson, this is I didn't realize it was I it was so little I knew that, but I didn't realize the way it had broken down. They've played 8 minutes together, Thompson, Curry, and, and Draymond this year. It's insane. And and so not having those guys at any point in the season to really play together, it's just you have to have that cohesion in the playoffs. Things tighten up. You can't you you can't be playing uh you know, you can't be playing a loose kind of you know, non-cohesive game where you're just kind of vibing and and hoping the the defense gives you easy looks cuz that's just not going to be the way it is in the regular season. And I'll admit, it's there in the regular season, especially when you have Stephen Curry making defenses just completely change what they're going to do. So if if the Warriors aren't healthy, they're they're not the Warriors. And the Nuggets also aren't healthy, and they're not getting anybody anybody back right now. I, I know there were some people who talked about Jamal Murray coming back. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, so which team is going to be able to leg this one out? Which stars are healthy? And who's going to be bigger? Right now I think Jokic is going to be able to steal two or three. I think this one goes uh, six or seven. Again, I, I'm not sure why people think this one's you know going to be easy for the Warriors. Maybe if Curry is comes back healthy it will be, but right now – I, I say this one goes a little bit tougher. I think we're going to look at it six games, and I, I, I honestly don't know how far the Warriors go if they win this one.
0: Looking at tomorrow, Rock, I wouldn't be surprised if the Heat Hawks is one that does just go five.
1: Yeah, that's one. I mean, the Heat, the Heat are the, the maybe the best team in the maybe the best team in the East. I mean, they are the best team in the East uh, statistically. Maybe one of the best teams in the league, I should say. I would put it: Phoenix, Memphis, Miami, Milwaukee. Um, from the regular season, and again, it all changes as soon as you get here. It's just I love that about the NHL and the NBA. It's just yeah, throw everything out the door. It was a fun, it was a fun five, six months, but none of it matters. Now is when you know playing for you know, real. That was some piddly BS. Now it's some now 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 yeah now it's real, and and everything gets gets turned on its head. So yeah, but we get Brooklyn and, and Boston, and that's the big one. Boston doesn't have Robert Williams the third off the bat. That's going to completely change the dynamics. Can Marcus Smart hold back Kyrie from having a ridiculous game? That's number one. Can Jason Tatum uh, – he's not going to outduel Kevin Durant, so that would be a ridiculous thing to say. Can Jason Tatum kind of match up to Kevin Durant scoring-wise? That's point right. number two. And then point number three, can the rest of the Nets offense – just completely overload a very good systematic defense from Boston we saw what Bruce Brown was able to do kind of in that short roll uh, just kind of killing Cleveland in a way that they wouldn't have been able to do if Jared Allen was there so that's kind of my big question there is no Robert Williams the third so that same look is going to be there again for the Nets I have a feeling we're going to see them really get Boston going on that one Um, and then Jalen Brown we know that Jason Tatum has been there. He's had big games in in the playoffs against LeBron James, but Jalen Brown hasn't had the big offensive games as much in the playoffs. He's going to have to step up secondarily because most likely if Jason Tatum gets going, Kevin Durant will then do what he does late in the fourth quarter of playoff games where he starts really playing on defense. And then he's a, you know, velociraptor who can dribble a basketball.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, we take a look at that. The Celtics got to go, wait a minute. we, We finished second. We got to play these guys. Yeah. We should have finished fourth or fifth.
1: Yeah, but, um... Milwaukee tanked a game because they yep. could, and now they get to play the Bulls, which will go probably four or five. That's that, that one. That's another one that goes four or five because there I are agree. there are a couple because the next two we're going to talk about. I just don't think there's much chance for the Pelicans to beat the Suns, and I don't think there's no. much chance for the Bulls to beat the, the the Bucks. If the Bulls were completely healthy and they weren't coming in off a just a terrible streak to end the season, that would have been a very interesting uh, matchup. In fact, there was it was looking like that might have been like a three four matchup. You know, really early on in the season. Um, and so I, I just think we're about to see the reigning champs show us why they were the reigning champs last year. I still have a huge question mark on why a guy like Don De, DiVincenzo was moved and what that means for their depth defensively throughout the rest of the playoffs. That question will not be answered in the first round um, just because the, the Bulls aren't that team. But it's going to be right. something we're going to have to keep watching. You know, does Zach Levine have a big game because Chris Middleton gets in foul trouble and Giannis is having to guard somebody else, or and you know that's a big block right there where DiVincenzo would have been the guy. We'll see, but I just don't think we're going to get that question answered. But it's my biggest question mark because he was such a big loss last year, and they didn't augment it. You know, yeah. and they were still able to win without him. But you'd like to have it, and then you know it's kind of like. The Suns, who are going to slaughter the the Pelicans, I have no doubt about that, they didn't have Dario Saric last year, and they lost the playoffs because DeAndre Ayton just couldn't – They couldn't. every time DeAndre Ayton went to the bench, they would just get destroyed in the paint because they didn't have a backup center. Well, they went out and they got JaVale McGee and Bismack Biombo, both who have done a very good job as backup fives, and that's and then they got Torrey Craig back. And, and, and so they made all these moves to augment the back end. In, in an important way that sometimes comes out. And the, the Bucks, in my opinion, didn't do that. And I, I can't wait to see how that affects them in the playoffs. And I'm mentioning it now, despite the fact that it, it, it won't happen this week.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. So listen, clearly the pick game of the day tomorrow is the Nets and the Celtics. Heck, that could be a conference final and it would be the pick.
1: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We're we're going to sign off here. we got 30 minutes, and then we get, I think, probably the most entertaining game of today, which is going to be Raptors 76ers. Um, and then, by the way, we get four games today, we get four games tomorrow, and then yep. things break down weird. Um, I think Toronto – no, it's Denver and Golden State are the lucky – no, sorry, Minnesota and Memphis actually get two days off before their next game. So does Brooklyn and Boston. So I mean that's it's it's the little things, but just the TV scheduling make it so they can only do three games per night during yeah. the week. Obviously, Boston gets an extra day. Does Robert Williams come back already for Game Two? Little things like scheduling like that could easily change this these the complexion of these rounds. Just because you know injuries are still a factor. Robert Williams the third, um, Don Luka, Don, Luka Doncic, Stephen Curry. I mean these are some big names that could come back or could be held out and could completely flip these series.
0: Very good. Well when we get back at it, we'll have some games under our belt um, as this w- weekend wraps up, and then we'll jump into it. And by then, we'll kind of see what trends we have going, see obviously watching the health is the very first trend, and then um, seeing who can um, play the best with the hand they're dealt I think is going to be the key of the first round.
1: This this is unbelievable. I'm just I'm 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 looking over at the uh, the Grizzlies uh, Timberwolves game, which is still going shot for shot. Anthony Edwards in his because they didn't make the playoffs last year. His this is his first ever real playoff game, if you want to call it. And he's go and he's got 27 points on 16 shots. <laughs> in 27 minutes. I mean, that's the, against one of the best defenses in the league, in the Memphis Grizzlies. I, I love this. Anthony. If you don't know it, I've said it so many times, just listen to me now, please. Google Anthony Edwards, watch some videos. There's no one on the planet who's not getting, you know, whose team isn't getting currently cooked by Anthony Edwards who does not love Anthony Edwards. He's fantastic. And and so turn on, turn on Grizzlies and Timberwolves. Uh, You've got two of the best players in the league going at it right now. Heroes are
0: made in the postseason. There it is. Or on the two man game.
1: Ah, there yeah. we go.
0: That'll wrap it up. You're my hero, Rock.
1: Remember, you're, you're pushing through it. You did a great job on the ESPN plus softball. Slew, uh, I know they only got, you know, one out of the three games they played over the last two games, but you did a killer job on it. You were you were solo on the broadcast. That's never easy. Uh, so great job. We loved hearing Thanks, you. And how player. about that? You did you did three, you did three Softball games and two podcasts in the last uh, thirty-six hours. How about that? No, twenty like, like no, like twenty-eight hours.
0: Three podcasts.
1: Three podcasts. Three podcasts and three softball games in just about twenty-eight hours. Bob Ramsey, thank you, sir.
0: People are sick of hearing me. <laughs>
1: Go to sleep.
0: I'll, I'll talk to you in a couple days. <laughs> it's a mean? two-man game. That's Matt Rock. You. I'm Bob Ramsey, right here on claves Online. Have a great wet rest of your basketball weekend at st louis acura we have over 330 pre-owned vehicles of all makes and models and all of them are covered by our st louis acura promise and backed by our better business bureau a plus rating and 30 years in business we also service all makes and models of vehicles including glass and bumper repair paint touch-ups and full mechanical services from one of our 24 technicians st louis acura better than ever for you no matter what vehicle drives you